Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Reverend Essie, and I'm just dropping in to tell you something about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Try Anchor. Go to anchor.fm to get started and download the free Anchor app. Have a blessed day. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, and or good evening to all of you around the world. This is Reverend Essie of New Birth Ministries Church Online wishing you victory, Yeshua, love, joy, peace, wit, wealth, success, patience, virtue, good health, money, mercy, grace, support, ruach, wisdom, positivity, abundance, prosperity, greatness, and Yahweh. Church Online every Sunday at 10 a.m. EST is for those who cannot attend the usual brick-and-mortar service at the time for various reasons, such as sick and shut-in, transportation troubles, and so forth. Know that we're praying for you and that God would send you favor quickly. And also remember that troubles don't last always, my friend. You have the victory in Jesus. Amen. Good morning, everybody. This is Reverend Essie of New Birth Ministries. God bless you, and I am glad to see you on this morning. God is good. Amen. He rose us up another day. I say that every day. I thank him for a new day. I thank him when I can see the sun. Hallelujah. I thank him when I can see daylight. I thank him for the day when I go to bed at night. God is good. Amen. Hallelujah. Even when he created this world, he said it was good. So if God said things are good, shouldn't we say the same? Stop doing so much complaining. Amen. With Christians, we have the joy of the Holy Ghost. The joy of the Holy Ghost, and that's a good thing. Hallelujah. Glad to see you on this morning. I'm going to be talking about today, Psalm 91. People love Psalm 91. Hallelujah. And it, it, it it's a key for the Christian living. Christian life is very important to our existence. Amen. So, if you would like to turn your swords to Psalm 91, grab your drink, your coffee, your tea, whatever, okay, Kool-Aid even, right, and get your snack or whatever and turn to Psalm 91, and we will discuss that right after this. Thank you. 
Father God, I thank you for another day. Father God, I thank you for being God all by yourself. I thank you for being Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Sidkenu, Jehovah Nisi. Hallelujah. Jehovah Righteous, the Righteous God. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, Ruach HaKadosh, the Creator of all things. The one that looks high, sits high and looks low. You see everything that goes on. You see everything that goes on with us. And you take care of things for us. Father, I pray right now that people would just open up their hearts and their minds to you so that you can take care of their business for them. So we would stop fighting the battles by ourselves and we could see the power that you've already given us when you sent Jesus here, your own son, to die on a cross for us that opened up the power for us to use. Open up people's minds, Father God, so that they can see that all these evil spiritual images and things that attack them every day and come against them every day have no power against them. Satan is bound in Jesus' name. We are covered by the blood. His demons are bound. They have no power in us. We will not render our bodies to them. We keep our body as a living sacrifice. We keep our body as the temple. You said that our body is the temple. That is our temple, and we love it, Lord God. I speak peace into everyone's body, everybody's spirit. I speak healing into everyone's body. No matter what they're going through, you said, by your stripes we are healed. So, Father, as I speak today, cause your Holy Spirit to use me to deliver a word to somebody that needs to hear this word today, Psalm 91. I thank you for this opportunity, Father, and I lift up all the prayer requests that we've been getting. We give them all to you. Hallelujah. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good. I love the Lord. Amen. 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 Isn't he good? Isn't it something that when, when, when life attacks you, when something attacks you in your life, all you got to do is just think about God. What is that? Malachi 3.15, I want to say? There's, a, there's a, a scripture in Malachi that says we get blessed just by thinking about him. <laughs> Who else does that? Who else blesses you just because you thought about them? Amen? Nobody but our God. Nobody but God. Hallelujah. God Almighty. Amen. We get blessed just thinking about him. Amen. So I will start with Psalm 91, verse 1. And, and the, people even turned this into a song. Amen. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. Amen. Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Under the shadow of the Almighty. Then I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him will I trust. This is talking about dwelling in the secret place of the Most It's called a secret place. Some people are open to to attacks. Some people are open to things and, 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 and it just multiplies in their lives because they refuse to dwell in the secret place of the Most High. That is getting in your prayer closet. That is praying to the Lord. That is speaking to tongues. When you speak in tongues, your, your, your spirit is speaking to the Spirit of the Most High God, is speaking things that you know not of. Your spirit is speaking things in tongues to God of, of things that to come, things that have happened, things that you need help with. See, we need to get, learn to get in that secret place. We have a secret place. 
That's why you notice the um, Talit that they use in Israel. They cover themselves the blue and white uh, scarf that they put over their heads. A lot of people, when they're praying, they cover themselves with that. I have mine here. I'm looking at it here, and it's gorgeous. And sometimes I cover my head when I'm praying so that your words will only go to the God in you, the God that sits high. Amen. Your spirit and God's spirit. Hallelujah. Sometimes you got, all the time actually, you got to block out the world. The world chatters so much. Amen. There's so many voices in this world and there's so many Christians that they're stuck in it, caught up in it, and they don't know what voices to listen to. Go into your secret place. And it says, then you will abide under the shadow of of the Almighty. God will cover you. It's a personal place that you go to. It's a place of safety. Go to that place of safety. Amen. We're talking about the the, the place of safety. We're talking about the priority of prayer here. God is teaching us the priority of prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. And and verse 2 says, Um, And I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge and my fortress, my God in him will I trust. Okay, if you are trusting in the world for anything, financially, spiritually, um, with your affairs of the heart, your family, anything, the world will let you down each and every time. you got to put God first. Go into your secret place. Make that place. I've heard people speaking before... um, I believe it was Perry Stone, and he said that every everybody, every believer should have a place in their home that they call a portal. You know, there's certain places that you use. Where is, I'm going to ask you now, where is that place that you use where you contact and talk to God? Find it. Find that place. Amen. Find that place. Now, I do a lot of work on my at my desk here. Okay, I do a lot of work at my desk, and 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 uh, I send out revelations. I have revesi.org, revesi.com. I do the radio show. I do my Facebook page, my ministry on my Facebook, and, and all throughout the world, and and I, I email and stuff. You know, and I pray for people and everything. And, but and it's nice. Okay, but it. I, believe it or not, it's. I don't think this is my portal. My portal is my bedroom. Okay, and and even though you know the walls where I live are thin as paper, I that's my portal. I pray to the Lord. I pray three in the morning. I pray five in the morning. I pray ten o'clock in the morning. I pray three o'clock in the afternoon. Whenever I want to, that's my portal. I pray. You don't always have to pray out loud. You don't always have to, you know, sound pray loudly. You know, you could pray under your breath. And and that's my place. Yes, yeah, so there's so many times I wake up in the morning, three o'clock in the morning. You know, sometimes you got so hey, you just got to do that thing, right? You get up and go to the bathroom, right? So you know, I'll pray. Before I, you know, instead of going to the bathroom and then laying in the bed, okay, and and waiting to sleep again, I'll pray. And prayer helps me to sleep. I have beautiful dreams, okay? I'm rested, fully rested when I get up in the morning. And when I'm not, I know something attacked me. And therefore, I have to go into, what, Psalm 91 again and find out what, what happened to me. And just pray and pray and pray. It happened to me, I want to say, yesterday morning. I got up in the morning and something just didn't feel right. I just did not feel myself. 
you know, and and I prayed. I drank, I drank, uh, I prayed on my water. I drank a nice glass of cold water, and I prayed on the water and drank it. And then I began to pray and speak in tongues. And sure, I would say, about about I mean, almost a half an hour later, if less than that, I began to feel better, and it's just like something lifted off of me. When you feel these feelings, this is real. When you pray, God will lift whatever that thing is, that heaviness. They call it the spirit. I think the Bible even says the spirit of heaviness. Jesus lifts the spirit of heaviness off of you. Amen. Hallelujah. So, you know, um, God is your refuge. He says, I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge and my fortress, my God, and him will I trust. Tell everybody. Tell everybody that God is your divine refuge. You run to Him. As you hear, you probably heard pre- preachers say this before. Whenever something happens in your life, run behind your daddy's leg and peek out and let Him do the battle. Let Him do the fighting. Amen. You're a child of the Most High God. That's what He wants you to do, and it makes Him feel good to take up for you. Doesn't it make you feel good, you you, you mothers and fathers out there? Doesn't it make you feel good to take up for your children or those that you love? This happens to God. Amen. Give it to Him. And then we're talking about deliverance in verse 3. Surely he shall deliver thee from the, what, the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. There is so much going on in this world nowadays. As I said when I was praying, there's so many voices. You know, people don't know what to listen to. People don't how, they don't know how to listen. He will, God will deliver you from the snares that the enemy has set out there for you, that the, the stones that he has caused, set out there for you to trip over, the, the traps that the, that the enemy has out there for you. You know, if you, if you listen, you read the Bible, the New Testament, you'll see so many times where people, the Bible says they try to catch Jesus in his words. And I don't know about you, but there are so many people out there that are trying to catch me in my words. You know, sometimes if you do make a mistake and you say something, okay, that doesn't add up or whatever, just, you know, ask God to forgive you for it. There, The Bible says there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. And those people that are trying to catch you up in your words and, and, and cause you to make a mistake or listen to see if you made a mistake, that is nobody but the enemy. There's nobody but the the, the the Bible calls it in Revelation the accuser of the brethren. Amen. God will deliver you from those snares. Like like I said, speak in tongues. Talk to use the Holy Spirit. That's what He's there for. He's inside of you. Amen. You know, talk to God, and God will deliver you from those things that you don't even realize was coming to you, coming towards you, or or, or beginning thinking the devil was sending something, thinking about entering your life to trip you up. You will always, listen to what I'm saying to you, you will always be ahead of the enemy. You will always be on top. Get this, okay? Didn't Jesus say, get thee behind me, Satan? Which means what? Jesus is ahead of him. And also, doesn't it say to put the enemy underneath our feet? Amen? He's under you. Okay? No matter what he tries to do, he's behind you or under you. He can never, the enemy can never get ahead of you as long as you stay in the secret place of the Most High and allow God to fight your battles for you. Amen. It says, and he'll save you from the noisome pestilence. There's so much mess going on in the world. Every time you turn on TV, like I said before, you something bad has happened. 
and it's constant now because there's so many people in the world, and because of communication, we hear it even more than we used to. And if you don't watch, it will what? Rob you of your joy. Don't ever allow this, I'll call it mess, that's happening in this world to rob you of your joy. You know, even when I'm online and, you know, I'm scrolling through, let's say I'm on Facebook or something, I'm scrolling through or Twitter or whatever, and you see, you know, this person passed, this person passed, this person is missing, you know, this child did this, the parents did, you know, I just give it to God immediately. Okay, I don't, you know, scroll by and say, well, you know, stuff happens, you know. I just give it to God, give it to God, give it to God, because if you if you cannot possibly take on every negative thing that comes through your timeline, all you got to do is say, mm, I give it to God. Lord, you're in control, because there's so much going on. If you don't watch, it will rob you. And isn't that something, isn't that just like the enemy to try to bombard you? Isn't that the word here? Isn't that just like the enemy to try to bombard you so that you won't have time to do the things that God has called you to do? Be careful, guys, of bombardment. You can't handle everything. Amen? God sees. What you miss on your timeline, I might catch. What I miss on my timeline, you might catch. There's somebody somewhere to pray for all these things that we're seeing. Amen? And verse 4. Divine protection, he shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth uh, shall be thy shield and buckler. Under his wings, okay, not on top, not on top. God's the pilot. Remember I said that last Sunday? If God is your co-pilot, you're doing it all wrong. Amen. (laughs) God is your pilot. Be under his wings, not on top. Don't stand on top. Let him do what he does best. Take care of his children. Amen. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. Amen. With his feathers, the softness, the gentleness, the kindness of the Most High God, he has you covered. So why are you working so hard on things in life? Let it go. You believe in Christ Jesus. You believe in God. Let it go. Amen. Give it to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And then it says, and his truth shall be thy shield and buckler. What are we talking about here? His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. What is going to be your shield? What is going to, what, what, what can protect you from the arrows that fly by day and a pestilence at night? Oh, in fact, it's next. Amen. Amen. But Jesus, okay, God is your shield. Hallelujah, he'll be. His truth, the word. What else is Jesus? The Bible, the word of God. Amen? The Bible is Jesus in print. Study that word. Don't ever think you're not good enough to study. Don't ever think that you cannot do it. Study the word. Do whatever you have to do. I tell people, get notebooks, get pens, go online, use whatever you can. Amen. The Internet is not all bad. It just depends on how you use it. Go online, Google things up, study things. You know, continue to study and get the truth out of things. Write it down. Keep it. I still have, um, I'd say about 20 Old pages of paper. They're so old, they're, they're turning colors. Um, they're like brown now or whatever, and they're stapled together. When God first started to call me into the ministry around 1992 or so, and I began, I noticed I began to write topics 
Every time I found something in the Bible, I would write it from A to Z. And I would write topics on this note on this paper that I had, and then I would write what I felt about it, what God was showing me, and or and then I would write down the you know the uh, the, the scripture in the, in the textbook in in the Bible about it. And I have I still have it to this day. I found it about a year ago. I was going through some things downstairs in my basement, and I found it in a box, and it just made me smile. I was like, wow, I remember those days. <laughs> you know, I was you know just write. I say, I tell everybody, keep a notebook. Keep a notebook. I try to use one notebook for each month, 12 notebooks a year, okay? And on the outside, I write January and February to March and so on and so on, and and I use a page per day, one page per day. Okay, get one of those notebooks that have like 30 pages or more or whatever in it and use one page per day. Write down your thoughts, write down your dreams, write down your your study, your Bible study and everything. I'm telling you, because one day you're going to go back and you're going to see that and it's going to bless you. Amen. It always blesses us to see the word. Hallelujah. Isn't God good to give us a word that is so good that it blesses us whenever we go back a little later to hear it? Amen. Amen. And then verse 5, verse 5, um, Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day. You know, um, a relative of mine called me the other day. I was so blessed to hear her voice. It's my girl. I won't mention her name, but she called me the other day. And um, she was with a friend. A friend of hers was with her. And um, her friend was seeing shadows, dark shadows in her home. And as soon as I heard that, the God in me rose up, okay, and I knew who it was, and I knew what it was. It's nothing but the enemy. And I told her, I said, you know what, that's nothing but the enemy trying to instill fear into you. And that's what the devil does. He tries to instill fear into us so that we cannot worship God. We cannot be free. We will be afraid to be in the house by ourselves. We will be afraid of night. We will be afraid of talking now. We will be afraid of singing and praising and worshiping and dancing when nobody is around because we're afraid somebody might see us. <laughs> you know, he puts, he instills fear. I told her, she said she saw this big dark shadow in her living room. And I told both of them, I said, it's nothing but fear. I said, you have the power. When Jesus died, he, he, he gave, he turned the power over to you. He did what he was supposed to do. Now you have the power. You bind that thing and you command it to leave and go to dry places in Jesus' holy name and never come back. You know, and she was like, really? Yeah, really? Yeah, she was excited. I heard her getting excited and I loved it. I said, yes, you have the power. You have power over that thing. Kick it to the curb. It's not allowed in your crib. It's not allowed in your house. It's not allowed around you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. What is that thing they get on? Uh, uh, you know, sometimes uh, women and men do it too. They go to court and they get this thing. I can't think of the name of it right now. Where they, you're not allowed around that person for 50 feet or 100 feet or whatever. You know, we ours is sevenfold. We kicking to the curb, which is further than any distance you can think of. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Nor, uh, it says, um, nor the nor for the arrow that flies by day. There's targets. There's things that come at you um, in the daytime. In the, You know, the enemy tries to work against you at night. The enemy tries to work against you in the daytime. He just, he never tires. Angels don't sleep, guys. 
And devils were at one time what? Angels, they don't sleep. We sleep. The Bible says God gives us sweet sleep. Amen? They don't sleep. They're constantly thinking of ways to bombard your life to turn you against the Lord. Amen? So in the day, you know, it, it, you know, in, in daytime you get arrows coming at you. Those are evil words. Those are um, witchcraft spells on you. Curses sent your way. You bind those things in Jesus' name. Don't accept that. That's a mess. It's, it's, it's just a, it's junk. You don't have, as a child of God, you don't have room nor time for junk, okay? Amen. And verse 7 says, um, and at verse 6, nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness, see? Nor for the destruction that wastes at noonday. God's protecting you from all of this, okay? He's, he's, he's promising you good health. You don't have to worry about that. When you hear something bad from the doctor, it's not over. It's not over, amen, amen, or the destruction that wastes at noonday, anything, no matter what tries to come your way, it ain't over till God says it's over. Amen, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Wait on him. Don't try to do it yourself. Verse 7, a thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come near thee. All the if you could just see the demons falling away and bowing as you walk, I have a story to tell you about that too. Um, if you could just see in the spirit all these things that are just getting out of your way as you walk, as you get up, you know, as you go to church, as you go shopping, as you go to visit people, you go to work, it would blow your mind how God is protecting you. You're covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. I remember, I don't know if you remember me telling a story or not, but me and my daughter went to this farm store. And I'll say it that way. We went to this farm, this place. It's out on a farm and it's a store. You can get like homemade fudge and stuff like that and goat milk, you know, and beautiful things and vegetables and stuff, you know. And um, I remember we went over to go see the uh, goats, the billy goats, the little babies and stuff. They were so cute. And there were these ladies that had children, and they were of a different nationality. I don't know. Um, they just had their heads covered. Um, I don't know what they were. And, you know, I don't know. But nice-looking ladies, and they had their children with them. And, you know, as, <laughs> as Christians, you know, you want to walk up to somebody and say, Hey, how you doing? Beautiful day, isn't it? You know, so I said hi to them, and I noticed they didn't say hi back. And I was like, Oh, okay, uh-oh. All right. And I knew something was wrong. I said, okay, well, maybe, you know, I didn't know what to think, you know. Maybe they just don't want to speak or whatever, you know. And so me and my daughter walked across this uh, little bridge, a little bo a wooden bridge. And, we, you know, we saw the, the goats and everything. And as we were coming back, the ladies were standing on the bridge. And when we walked, I, I lied to you not, I'll never forget this. When we walked by, my daughter and I, the two ladies backed up. And let us through. One was on one, the left side of us, and one was on the right side of us. And they took their children and pushed them with their hands. They backed up. I could see that would be an ignorant thing, but it wasn't. They backed up and bowed. Oh, my God, I'll never forget that as we walked through. I will never forget that. And I couldn't figure out. I said, well, we don't look like royalty. <laughs> 
got me. We're not bad, you know. Me and my daughter, not bad-looking folks, right? And I said, we don't look like royalty. What was that all about? It was odd. They just backed up and let us go through and bowed as we walked by. And my daughter said, Mommy, she said, you see they're of a different religion, most likely, because of the way they were dressed, you know. And I said, okay, yeah. She said, that was the demons. They're not Jesus believers, most likely. And that was the demons and them bowing to the Jesus in us. Folks, I'm telling you, it was something like I never experienced in my life. Um, that That is a typical example. I'm telling you this because you too can do the same thing. You have God in you. Those demons, whether they're disembodied or bodied, they're in someone's body, they have to bow as you walk by in some kind of way. They have to get out. They have to give you respect. Amen? I don't know why I told you that. I guess God just wants you to know just who you are and whose you are. Amen? Amen. A thousand will fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked. You know, this just reminds me of, um, this is Psalms uh, 91, 8. And it also reminds me of my favorite Psalm, 90 to 11. Psalm 90 to 11, let me go there. Is it over here? Yeah, right here. Hold on. 91, 92. Here it is. Okay, not, Psalm 91, 8. Reminds me of the next one, Psalm 92, 11, which says, Mine eye also shall see my desire on my enemies, and my ears shall hear my desire of the wicked that rise up against me. Remember those. Write those down. Psalm 91, 8 and Psalm 92, 11. I tell you what, every place I've ever moved to, I wrote Psalm 92, 11 in my windows. Just, you know, not the whole, <laughs> but just Psalm 92, 11. Your eyes are going to see and your ears are going to hear about the destruction of your enemies. And some of you have already heard that, but you just don't want to say anything because you don't want anybody to get mad at you, right? But God does fight our battles. I won't get any further than that, but you know, hopefully, what I mean by that. Amen. People need to watch their mouth when they're around you. They need to watch how they talk to you. They need to watch how they treat you. Be very, very careful. And I always say this thing, um, don't make me cry. Don't make a child of God cry. Woe, woe to the person that makes a child of God cry. And that's not a joke. Amen. Remember that. Write that down. Don't make me cry. Amen. (laughs) When my father hears it, you're in trouble. Amen. Write that down. (laughs) Amen. And um, verse 9 says, Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. Okay, you made God your your house. You made the place you live in and dwell with him, and he lives and dwells in you. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come near thy dwelling. So when when the enemy tries to tell you that there is a plague going around, you have this, you have you have that. Why does everybody say, "Oh, really? Oh God, what am I gonna do?" Oh Jesus, no, don't you just say, "Lord, you hear this? You you told me in your word by your stripes, Jesus, I am healed. Yeshua Hamashiach, I'm healed by your stripes. I'm covered by your blood. I'm not accepting that. God, let's work this out." Amen. Work this out for me. Hallelujah. Amen. No plague will come near your dwelling. 
That's divine protection and safety. Amen. Verse 11, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. Years ago, I've been selling Avon for years. And years ago, I'm, where's it at? My plaque. There it is. I'm looking at a plaque I have. It's a white plaque. And it has an angel on it. And it has this verse on it. And it is beautiful. He will give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. Ministering angels. The Bible says angels came and ministered to Jesus. Amen. And comforted him. God is a divine keeper, folks. Angels are given. How do we know those ladies that bowed? How do we know that they didn't see something with me and my daughter as we walked that day? They saw something for them to do that. We didn't have anything. We didn't have an S on our chest. <laughs> Amen. And we didn't have a Q, okay, on our forehead. Queens, no. They saw something. There was a girl one time, I think you might have heard me tell this story, but there was a little girl, um, a teenage girl, and she was pretty. And these boys in high school were talking about they was going to rape her. They they were, you know, how evil is, you know, they were going to rape her. They said he was going to catch her, and they were going to rape her. Okay, so they, they followed her and followed her, and they were, you know, working out how they were going to do this evil thing to this girl. Okay, so on the day... That they were supposed to do it. One of the guys, you know, didn't show up. And um, so the next day he asked them, he said, so how did it go? What would you guys do? I didn't hear anything. And they said, man, we couldn't do that. And the guy said, well, what happened? And he said, her her big brothers came. Her big brothers were walking with her. Yeah, yeah. That's a, they said her big brothers were with her and we couldn't do it. And the girl had, she heard, what, you know, what was supposed to happen and somebody said, well, you know, but your your big brother saved you. You didn't realize this was going on. And she said, I don't have brothers. <laughs> so who was with her? Angels walk with you. Amen. Hallelujah. Angels walk with you. Angels stand at your door at night to make sure you're safe while you're sleeping. So even when I pray, I bless my angels. Amen. I bless my angels. Hope I told that right, but... It has an old story. It's been out for years. It's supposed to be the truth, you know. So um, angels walk with you. That girl said, I don't have brothers. <laughs> so somebody was with her. Amen. Come, Somebody kept her safe. And verse 12, they shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. As the song says, order my steps. We're talking about the saint's steps, the steps that you take as a saint of the Most High God. Hallelujah. Angels will lift you up to keep you from hurting yourself. They will take you out. Of, listen, they will take you. Are you hearing this? They will take you out of a situation to keep you safe. This is not just about stubbing your toe on a stone, okay? They will take you out of a situation to keep you safe. Believe that. Amen. As they say, believe that. <laughs> Hallelujah. It says, Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, which is snakes. The young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Who is under your feet? Satan. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The demons are underneath your feet. We're talking about as far as authority is concerned, they are underneath your feet. They're not even as good as one of those little teeny 
$20 carpets that you buy from the dollar uh, local dollar store. Wipe your feet on it. They're worse than that. They're foul. They're no good. And you continue to bind them and rebuke them every chance that you get. It says you're walking upon, uh, you'll tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon, shalt thou trample underneath your feet. Hallelujah. It's giving you spiritual victory. You have spiritual victory in everything that you do. Amen. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. God knows your name, so exalt him, praise him. God loves praise. He's the creator of everything that we are living and experiencing right now. Amen? So if he loves praise, give him praise. Praise him. I thank you, Lord. You're awesome, Lord. You're you're awesome, Lord. I love you. Thank you. You're wonderful. There is nobody like you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood. Thank you for uh, including us into your family. Thank you for communion, the meal that heals. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for just watching us and loving us and dying on a cross and shedding your blood for us and taking the cat and nine tails, leaving, rendering you unrecognizable just because you love me. Nobody else is going to do that for me. See, this is what you do. God loves that. He loves, God loves appreciation. Did you ever do something nice for somebody and you don't feel the appreciation coming back? How does that make you feel? You know, I, you know, I know some people are like, well, at least I got it done. Yeah, you got it done. But it feels even better when somebody says, thank you. That was awesome. I can't believe you thought about me like that. Oh, thank you. God bless you. You know, doesn't it make you feel great when somebody is appreciative? It's like children nowadays. You know, there used to be a time children were happy. They appreciated things. Nowadays, they don't appreciate things. You get them a cell phone. They want, you know, they want it. Back in my day, I had the, the, the phone to close, the flip phone. And everybody wanted the smartphone. So you get them a smartphone, okay? You get them the $99 smartphone, and, and they're embarrassed in school because theirs is only 99 and everybody else is 1200 So then you get them a $129 phone, hoping they like that. No, they don't want that either, you know? Um, then you get them like the, what, the, the $499? Come on, guys, it's getting silly now. You get them the $499 phone, and they don't want that because everybody has the iPhone. So then you have to go get... Hey, when does this stop? When does this end? They're never appreciative. And get this. A lo- look, think of all the children right now that are walking around with iPhones and they don't even have to empty garbage or cut grass. What's wrong with that picture? What is wrong with that picture? Be appreciative. God wants us to be appreciative. Amen? To love him. The devil didn't, and look what happened. You don't want to be, the Bible says, you know, you are of your father, the devil. Do you want Jesus to tell you that? No. God's my father. I don't want to be like the devil. I want to be like God. We should start showing God more often in our lives. And verse 14 says, because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him, and I will set him on high, because he has known my name. 
In verse 15, he shall call upon me and I will answer him and I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. And boy, doesn't that sound like write this down too. Okay, Psalm 91, 15 sounds a lot like Jeremiah 33, 3. That's one of my favorites too, Jeremiah 33.3. Let me go there. Okay, write that down, Jeremiah 33.3. I know what it says, I just want to read it to you. Um, Call upon me. Where is it, Jeremiah 33.3? There, he says, Call up to me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Do they sound alike or what? And then verse 15 of Psalm 91 says, He shall call upon me, and I will answer him, and I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him, and not only will God deliver you, he will honor you. That's divine constancy, honor from God. Oh, my goodness. We get honor from God, and we want more. It's not enough. We have to have the iPhone. (laughs) You know, God's giving you honor. Hallelujah. The creator of all things is giving you honor. He's given you longevity, salvation. He sent his son for you. You're covered by the blood. Hallelujah. Amen. What else do we need? And then the last verse, 16. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Longevity, folks. This is not one of those kind of things where you say... um, Did you ever try something out in life? Maybe you joined a club or did something or whatever and, you know, or something and you tried it out for a while and you're like, "Mm, not quite me. Uh, Oh, I gave up. Somebody says, well, are you still in that, I don't know, cooking club? And then you say, well, no, I got out a while ago. Oh, really? I thought you were still in. No. And you tell them, no, it, it just wasn't me. It wasn't for me. You know, but, but. God is for you. It's the best thing you can do is to worship the Creator. Amen. Have longevity. Don't give up. Are you guys hearing this? Don't give up. It's called stick to Have some stick to Okay, stick to Him and He will stick to you. Amen. Hold on. To God's unchanging hand. There's a lady years ago in my church used to sing Mrs. Francis Williams, and she used to love um, uh, hold on to God's unchanging hand. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is good. God is good. Hallelujah. So Psalm 91. I hope you mark it in your Bible. Amen. Go online and try to find a nice little poster, something you can print out with Psalm 91 on it and and tape it to your refrigerator. And always remember that in Jesus there is safety and protection. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They will bow to you whether you see it or not, whether they admit it or not. Amen. The enemy is a defeated foe. You are the righteousness of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are the righteousness of God. God, thank you, Father, for this word today. Cause everyone to see exactly who they are in you and what part they play in the kingdom of heaven. 
the things that you have for them, the gifts that you have for each and every one of us, cause us to accept those gifts and exercise those gifts and know who we are, whose we are, and know that Jesus loves us and the angels fight for us. Michael, Raphael, Gabriel, they fight for us. They speak for us. They deliver messages to us. They minister unto us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We bless even the angels that you send to work for us, to minister to us and help us. Jesus, we thank you for what you did just for us. We will dwell in our secret place of the Most High. We will continue to pray to you, to tell you all about our troubles and not tell it to people who are just going to run and repeat it. Lord, bless everybody that listened to this. Bless all of those that come and listen later. Hallelujah. And I thank you for this opportunity to be able to get your word out. It is a blessing to be able to do so. Hallelujah, God, you are awesome. We lift you high. We see you high and lifted up. Hallelujah. And your train fills the temple. Hallelujah. We will use our imaginations and we will meet with you every moment of the day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for meeting us every moment of the day and being there for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' holy name. Amen and amen. Well, Reverend Essie signing off. Thank you, everybody, for coming and listening. May you have a wonderful day. And remember, you are God's child that he loves so much that he gave you a special place to get in contact with him. Amen. Use it. Hallelujah. Until next Sunday, may you have a beautiful week. Reverend Essie signing off. God bless. And remember Jesus is Lord. I don't care what it feels like I don't care if the enemy tries to make you cry all night I don't care what they told you Just try to keep your composure Never mind the size of a mountain standing right before you But you're ready before I have you You got your whole armor It's over and you never let your guard down They never leave or forsake you Just hold on to your face
wanna be in B I C T O I. Gotta put your game face on, don't be fake, don't go from low to high. Call the name, just call the name. 